Life's complicated and overwhelming enough, especially for those of us in mission-driven work. So let's make your journey to health as simple and sustainable as possible. I'm Lisa Baker, and I want to welcome you to the Simply Health Coaching Podcast, where it's the food and it's more than the food. On this podcast, we'll talk about the food that you put in your mouth and everything else that nourishes you or doesn't, with special attention paid to the problems and opportunities facing women over 40 burning out in mission-driven work. My vision is a world in which we can all be well while doing good, and my mission is to give you the simple resources and practices and some helpful connections to get there. Let's get started. This week's episode is brought to you by my Flip Your Kitchen sessions, monthly virtual cooking classes guaranteed to move your home cooking and meal planning practice forward simply and sustainably. Classes start again in January 2024, and we'll be meeting the third Friday of the month for most of the year, with a few months off for good behavior. Each class focuses on a single recipe or technique and lasts only 45 minutes. Get the recipe ahead of time and cook along, or bring your lunch and tune in. If you can't make it, don't worry, the replay will be available. Classes can be taken alone or in series, and tickets are available on Humanitix for individuals and in discounted blocks of 10 in case you're looking for an employee workshop or other group activity. Follow my community page or find and follow me on Humanitix, where you'll be notified of upcoming events by email so you won't miss any. Links to both are in the show notes. Let's talk about grocery shopping. Do you shop in person or online? Troll the aisles or opt for curbside pickup? The world is experiencing a flare-up of COVID, and as I was preparing for this month's virtual workshop, I was thinking about how early lockdown years of the pandemic changed a lot of our shopping habits. Now, I may be dating myself, but one of the funniest food movies I know is Tempopo, probably best known as the original ramen western. Ha, you get it? Spaghetti western, ramen western. Anyway, the premise of the film is ridiculous, and the situations in it are preposterous, and yet it works, meaning that after watching it, the first thing you want to do is find a good bowl of ramen to eat. The, one of the reasons that this movie works is the really wonderfully random subplot, and my favorite one is about a little old lady who is constantly squeezing the produce to judge its ripeness. And it's really about her ongoing uh, feud with the produce uh, shop owner. And I'll be honest, I am that woman. I cannot delegate my grocery shopping, especially not the produce, to some grocery store employee who knows all of the PLU numbers, but doesn't have a clue how to pick a ripe piece of produce. The best produce seller I ever encountered was at the Torrance Farmer's Market in Southern California. And the organic vegetables at that farm stand were always gorgeous to look at and delicious to eat. He did not speak much English, but he could pick the perfect melon, whether you wanted to eat it that day or three days from then. He would actually ask, when are you gonna eat this? And I would tell him, 
one for today and one for three days from now. And he would pick out two and he would be very, very clear. And he said, eat this one today, leave this one on the counter, eat it three days from now. The people who sell their produce directly to consumers are full of great information from how to choose the ripest items to how to cook them. They're also the kind of people who, when they see your four-year-old helping himself to the samples and you're nowhere in sight, take him to the admin tent and have you paged. Because yeah, I lost my child at that market. Not a good day. Bad mommy moment. Ironically, the market manager handed him a lollipop, which was sort of off-brand for a farmer's market. And of course, once he knew that the lollipops were there, do you think he tried to keep me in sight? No. Um, it only encouraged him to add one more stop to his browsing of the samples. I'll have all of the carrots and the peas and the apples and the melons, and then I'll stop by the market manager's tent for a lollipop. It would be great if all the produce clerks at our stores knew as much about produce as our farmers do, because over the past 10 years of health coaching, I've learned that one barrier to clients learning to cook from scratch on a regular basis is that they simply don't know how to choose the best ingredients within their budgets. Now, I haven't done an in-person grocery, grocery store tour since before the pandemic, and I've continued to do virtual grocery stores store tours every year. If you missed this month's workshop, here's just a small peek at one of the concepts that I introduce. When I take clients on a grocery store tour, I urge them to use all five of their senses in choosing their foods. Most sighted people rely on their eyes to point them to the best produce. And that can be a mistake since gorgeous red strawberries in the Northern Hemisphere in January have almost no flavor. The nose is a much better organ for searching out the best produce, especially fruit. Peaches, melons, nectarines, pears, they just smell right when they're ripe. And let's not even talk about the fish counter where your nose will definitely tell you if something's not right. How about tasting? Remember the good old days when you could make up an entire meal out of the samples in Costco? The pandemic definitely put a stop to that. And yet, samples seem to be making a slow, shy comeback. My advice on tasting is, if the samples are displayed with all possible food safety precautions, go for it. Now, while we can't poke and squeeze a lot of products, learning how to find ripe produce by touch is a great skill especially helpful in the avocado section if you like avocados. And then there's our hearing. I'll admit that this is not the most useful sense in the realm of grocery shopping, although it does come in handy when we gently shake a box of dry goods to see whether the contents are dry. Uh, you can hear it if things are lumpy or clumpy. So those are just a few tips about using all five senses when you choose your groceries. And in March, we're going to continue our exploration of the grocery store with a workshop on how to read labels and come out of the center aisles of the grocery store with the best foods that can be found there. I joke about the center of the grocery store as being the heart of darkness, but I understand that that book is one of the ones that has fallen into disfavor. So I'm not sure 
everyone understands the reference to Heart of Darkness. But anyway, <laughs> the center aisles of the grocery stores can be a little off-putting if you're trying to eat whole, close to the source foods. Um, but there are better and worse choices in those aisles as well, and we'll be talking about those. So make the connection. Whether you shop for groceries in real life or online, it's important to know how to choose the best foods from a nutrition perspective. And especially if you're privileged, to add in considerations about the environmental and social impact of your purchases. If you want to learn more about your choices and about nutrition in general, join me for my monthly virtual workshops and then for the monthly Flip Your Kitchen sessions when we will learn how to cook these products. You can find all of my upcoming events and register for them right from my events page. And I hope to see you at a workshop soon. Thanks for listening. Please note that any suggestions provided on this show are not meant to replace medical advice and the opinions of the guests on this show are their own. Simply Health Coaching and Elizabeth A. Baker, LLC, neither endorse nor take responsibility for statements made by guests. Let me know your thoughts about the episode and share your biggest takeaways and aha moments. And let me know who else you want to hear from on the topic of being well while doing good. You can send me a voice message directly through most of the listening platforms. Please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast in your listening app so you never miss an episode. Love the podcast? You can support it with a donation directly from the podcast homepage in most listening apps. If you'd like to know more about my work, visit my website at simplyhealthcoaching.com. As always, the link is in the show notes.